Hi, guys. <laughs> um, it's highly spiritual. Yes, and I'm very high. Heather's like super stoned already. I am too, actually. <laughs> Our guest brought um, a bowl of wedding, wedding cake. cake, which <laughs> is just fabulous. I think I know what wedding cake I want. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I love you. We should have edibles. Yeah, I was going to say, an we edible. could have like an edible wedding cake. Made out of wedding cake. Made out of wedding Holy cake. Holy shit. Amazing. And our guest, <laughs> like, you can say something before I say your name. Go ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm stealing that idea. Don't Isn't get mad idea? at me. Oh, it's okay. It's a good idea. It's brilliant because I don't drink. So it's like everyone's going to be having champagne and it's like, no, we'll have my cake. Yes. It'll kick in in an hour, but just eat it quick. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, and that also, but that also makes me think But you of, have cake late in the, in no, the event. So but also, perfect. yeah, but also just that's thinking true. in terms of like edibles, in terms of drinks, I wonder what kind of alternative there will be to like having there be like a weed champagne. They're, they're already putting CBD in, in juices and stuff like that. They yes. So I'm like, I wonder if they're going to start dropping a little THC too. What if they just, you know, yeah. do a drop of oil in... In yeah. flavored whatever, and have yeah. like weed champagne. But real, okay, I hope so. Okay, before I go down too much of a yeah. rabbit hole, I want to introduce this uh, beautiful soul here, who is um, who I know through comedy, and all I I'm super excited to learn. We were talking beforehand um, about she's almost launched into her story, like her life story. Yeah, we had a good pregame. And we were like, oh shit, wait, we got to stop. We got to put this on the podcast. Yeah. So I'm excited to learn more. Um, but she's very funny. And she's, uh, I mean, this is, I thought of this on the way here, on the way to driving home today after the grocery store. We do that. We this go is, shopping. This is like baked gaze. <laughs> it is. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Julia Pels, you guys. Oh, hi. I'm so excited to be on this podcast for so many reasons. Um, and I kind of tortured one of the Heathers about um, get getting on the show. I was like, hey, hey, keep seeing those posts. When am I going to get on the on the weed podcast? Because but the turnaround's really fast. You were here in a couple weeks. I felt so yeah. bad. I was like, I tortured her. I tortured her. No, you you said said two things. You're like, I'm serious. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> well, weed is one of my favorite things, Me too. and I've been uh, partaking in the lovely green uh, treats for. Uh, well, I don't know all the years, but it's been, you know, since I was about 16. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I'm and I'm older than that. <laughs> so <laughs> very much older. Um, so I was excited about that. And I also respect both of your points of view on things. So I was interested. And also cool. spirituality yeah. is very important to me. Not in a religious sense, but more yeah. of in an energy. Totally. In the connected sense. sense. You said something very interesting before. Um, you'd said, you talked about going to how you like to just like, you'll go to a remote place, smoke a little weed and like everything that you need to hear, mm -hmm. you can hear like the nonsense is cleared out. You feel very connected to, mm -hmm. and thus there's no mind clutter. You like are very mm -hmm. clear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you go and like search out tree houses. Yes. 
Like, what yes. the fuck? Yes. I, and, um, I mean that, and I mean that in like such an honest, genuine way. Yeah. People, like, people are, yeah, I'm weird. Um, no, I think that's so fucking awesome. It's, yeah, I be, it's, I, I did, I did, and I still continue. I think we need days. to move to a tree yeah. house. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. I'm serious, too. We it, want to. You, I'm telling you, it's, yeah. I didn't want to leave. I, you know what it was, is I had to learn self-love. Yeah. Um, some people have it because it's of white women. They have extremely yeah. um, nurturing parents. Yeah. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to kind of teach myself through therapy and through different things uh, to do self-love. So when I uh, smoke weed, that that's part of my self-love yeah. because it helps my anxiety um, yeah, you were saying something about um, you've experienced a lot of healing with weed. Yeah, yeah, a lot of healing physically, too, because I have PMDD, mm. which <gasps> is a very oh, serious no. yeah, condition. Yeah, and I've the the weed has shown um, long term healing effects um, on PMDD and yeah. the CBD um, because of the, the pain you're in. You're mostly in an emotional pain. Because part of your brain is shut off, and so you're kind of doing things or saying things um, that you normally just wouldn't. You you come out of it, and you're like, "Yeah, oh my god!" It literally feels like someone's taking over you. So that's a that's been a struggle. It usually hits in your thirties. Okay. So, um, how does so me and Heather are both like, wait, what? Um, no, sure. What part of the brain does it shut off, and how? I have a, I have like a vague feeling that I know what PMDD is, but if you could like speak further to that, um, and what your experience was getting diagnosed with that and, um, like your journey with that, cause that's some fucking shit. <laughs> it's <laughs> very serious. And then we can go back to the treehouse. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's a very serious condition. Yeah. Um, I've always had trouble around my period. In high school, I would have such bad cramps and problems that I couldn't go to school because I'd be Me bent too. over yeah. and yeah. the period would be so heavy, vomiting, and lasted for two weeks. Oh, so wow. that was going on. Then I got on the birth control pill in college and I only had like two or three day periods. However, I experienced a lot of crying a lot of like extreme weight gain where I was just like, doesn't even feel like me. Like, um, and so then later I'd say when I was 26, um, I went to Northwestern, which is one of the best hospitals. And I just walked myself in and said, I'm not doing well. (laughs) I need to be evaluated. Um, and that was after uh, a suicide attempt in college Mm -hmm. and extreme, uh, an extreme inability to regulate emotion. Yeah. Mm. There was never self harm, but there was self neglect, meaning not enough eating, not enough sleeping, destructive behavior, hard drugs, drinking too much, casual sex. Um, so that's when I walked myself into Northwestern and got, got help from, uh, psychiatric and psychological help. And they, they saved me. They saved me. It, 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 there was pharmaceuticals, you know, um, yeah. prescriptions, but it really helped. That coupled with, I was doing DBT therapy, mm. which is dialectical behavioral, which is one of the 
most well-known by Marsha Linehan to help you self-regulate. Yeah. So instead of when you're feeling anxious, you lose it completely. You learn how to self-soothe, be it watch a movie, go to a treehouse, yes. go whatever you yeah. need to do. If you need to paint your toenails, yeah. whatever you need to do to soothe the little girl that yes. wasn't soothed before. Yeah. Cause you're yes. the, you're the grown up now. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where, and that's where the treehouse comes in. Like I'm having like right after Trump got elected, I was very confused and I felt very just not myself. And so I actually went to the treehouse. I'd say about three or four days. I just booked a treehouse on Airbnb um, in Topanga mm-hmm. and went alone. And I just took hot showers in this beautiful cabin-esque yeah. thing. And it was really cheap. Yeah. It was like 80 bucks a night. Uh-huh. And I stayed for two nights and was just out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But in a safe way, there were other little cabins. Yeah. Um, and I just sat. You know, there's no TV get a little cell service, but it's just smoke. And then, like you said, it clears the clutter. It helps me physically. And then I can just get back to where I feel like I was before what I can tell you happened, happened. So I feel more like myself. Mm. Whereas I feel like after 13, part of myself Mm. was taken away without permission. Okay. So what happened? So... So what happened? So ages born through 12 Uh before puberty had parents that were together, Uh super healthy, had a brother that was five years younger, pretty peaceful, pretty stable, financially, all of it. Don't remember any kind of turmoil. When I turned 13, my mom started having severe mood swings, kind of like the ones I would have in PMDD. If we want to bring it back to that kind of experience. Um, And she would go from literally (laughs) making cookies Mm -hmm. to 30 minutes later calling me a cunt. Yeah. Um, And it's so interesting when I talk about it because people are like, are you upset? And I'm like, no, because it's it happened so long ago yeah. and I'm removed from it emotionally because now I just see her as a person. Mm-hmm. I don't call her mom. I call her Mary mm-hmm. um, because mom is a very loaded term mm-hmm. and it yeah. means comfort yeah. and it means taking care yeah. of yeah. and it means Mother. trust. Yeah. Yes. And when you're violated so many times, yeah, you don't give that back regardless of the title of the human. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And she started the abuse when I got my period, which I also think is attached to the PMDD. Wow. Interesting. And my father, who I'm extremely close with, was traveling at that time. So she started the abuse when he was not there. Mm. We had a lot of money at that time because she didn't want to work. So my dad was a big publisher in a magazine. And he was traveling all over because he's like, okay, I got two kids. I got a wife who's yeah. demanding these SUVs and country clubs. And he, he just is a people pleaser yeah. and just ignored all the signs. Yeah. And um, she put, had, me, had a psychiatrist evaluate me and put me on Ritalin um, against my wanting and against my father's knowing um, early, like 14, 15. And it 
wasn't the right medication because I don't know if I'm ADD, but it would make me shake and I couldn't eat. Yeah. It made me really anxious. Yeah. Um, so I'd stop taking it. But every morning she'd be like, did you take your pill with the white orange juice? And I'd eat, sometimes I'd pocket it or yeah. just be like, yep, I took it. Um, I think that was very damaging. Um, I don't know if, I don't think it did anything to me physically, but I, I got into the habit of not eating all day until yeah. dinner and yeah. I've had problems with eating ever since. Yeah. Um, so I think the PMDD is related very directly mm-hmm. and the abuse was, it started slowly. Mm-hmm. So it was like, she'd have a thing once a month, then it was twice a month. Then it was three times a month. Then it was every day, sometimes 10 times a day. It was over not folding the laundry. It was sometimes about nothing at all. Yeah. People to this day say, why would your mom do that? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So you were walking through an emotional landmine. It was a yes. It was like in, you're in a war zone every day. She had yeah. no boundaries. So 6 a.m. came and she was manic. Yeah. And she's busting in the door because I don't have a lock. Yeah. So I'm my your whole nervous system. Yes. Yeah. Um, like I was diagnosed with PTSD. Yeah. Um, because of the years. Yeah. And how, the duration mm-hmm. and the time. Yeah. Um, so I have a lot of triggers, yeah. and that's again why therapy and mm-hmm. and also weed helps me be more introspective and grounded. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. And to recognize the trigger as triggers versus this is a part of me. This is not yes. a part of me. Yes. This yeah. is just a trigger and it's yeah. a story. It's a tape mm-hmm. uh-huh. that you get to redo. Yeah. You yeah. get to throw this tape out or rewind it mm-hmm. and you can start over. You you yeah. don't have to be a victim to her sickness. You're yeah. not her sickness. Yeah. It doesn't mean I don't love her. Of it doesn't mean I haven't forgiven her. That being said, she's never, ever welcomed back into my, my heart again, yeah. because yeah. when she would do these things, I'd go lock myself in the closet, ironically, because it was the only thing with a lock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a lesbian and I was locked in the closet for many years, which is also a, a little bit of an interesting twist to the story, <laughs> but she just keep going. And I remember actually feeling pain mm-hmm. in my chest yeah, because it was so loud and it was, yes. So just any kind of swear word or terrible thing you could think of, you know, because I don't want to get too graphic and depress people on your podcast. But just think of like what you would say to a person that killed your parent or like the worst possible thing you could say and, yeah. and saying it to your child. Yeah. Um, it's hard for me to even sometimes remember that it happened to me, yeah, that it's totally. me because of all the healing I've done since uh-huh. 18. And that's it's been many years. Yeah. Um, and I do feel like a whole person. I, I don't know what my life would look like had I not gone to therapy and gotten medication. And also the the, the marijuana. Because I've been on less pharmaceutical medication because of the marijuana. Yeah, totally. I'm yeah. sorry I'm calling it marijuana. We call it weed. No, Whatever okay. you use it and call it. I feel like I sound like a... Gr- I feel like I sound like a... Like an old, like a grandpa, like your marijuana. My dad's like, are you smoking that marijuana? <laughs> I'm like, dad, it's better than your cigarette. <laughs> like, what does he care? Do you know I what I mean? I like, know. I'm not hurting anyone. I know. You, it's so funny. I mean, your story has so many parallels. It feels like yeah. it's an exact mix of my mother and Heather's mother. In yeah. one. That's really exactly what I'm getting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, speaking of Heather. Yes. <laughs> my mom was. Can I light that up? 
the bowl? Yeah. Okay, um, guys, I'm going to. Yeah. The, the wedding, wedding cake, cake for the engaged couple that <laughs> have very good energy. And um, I've so been looking sweet. forward to this podcast since I started begging you to do it um, for so many reasons. But um, I think that with pain, you really can go one of two ways with it. You can say, I got hurt. This person did this to me. The world is cruel. And as a human, there's times when I do say that. But I think the path I've chosen and continue to choose every day. Mm -hmm. You have to make a choice every day to be who you want to be. Active choice. Active choice. Yeah. I have to fight every day Mm. to remember and stay true to the person and the love and the purity before all of that guy. It's kind of like getting dirty in the mud and it takes years to wash all those layers. Absolutely. All those voices. Absolutely. You're fat. You're not never going to be good enough. You're, you know, which is why I think I apologize too much, which is why I think. I mean, I relate to you greatly and, and it wasn't my, um, I mean, my mom was definitely, um, you know, she didn't, my, my, my parents were just MIA, you know what I mean? Like they just yes, weren't around. So like I didn't get nurturing because it, because they just were gone. They would rather golf. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like my parents mm-hmm. went to like my, they, sh- they owned a business together. So my mom didn't need to go to work, but we had babysitters and like on the first day of kindergarten, like my babysitter took me to kindergarten, like not my mom, like why? I mean, she didn't have to go to work. You know what I mean? Okay. So yeah. Like no, there's a, no, I understand. And yeah. that's, that's also very tough on the psyche as a it child. Is. Yeah. And so like, it's very hard. Yeah. So, I mean, my rejection issues are like through the fucking roof, you know what I mean? But that being said, that's what all this shit has been very helpful with any spiritual, uh, you know, I mean, so I relate to you greatly in that way. And in the, but then I had an abusive boyfriend in high school that was, physically and emotionally abusive and so there was also then the breaking down and building back up so I went through that and I haven't even started working through that in the best way possible yet um but I am uh planning to start soon I'm gonna (laughs) (laughs) but I have been working on other stuff but I relate to you greatly in what you're saying and the closet thing Heather Heather was found in a closet when she was two. Oh wow, baby, you've shared your story. No, I, I know. <laughs> sorry. No, why are you sorry? Because you looked at me for such a long time, I felt like I spilled the beans. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I, I've heard you talk about it a lot. No, no, like I, I, I definitely have, and it, but it's, it's. I was just reflecting upon the f- fact of like, oh, like that is so funny and that is so ironic. Yeah, and look at what a commonality it is yeah you know so then that way oh like it's not that special and it's also like this is life this is what humans do like this is the experience and that's the whole thing with like what it sucks that we have shame built around it like that we can't talk about that kind of stuff because society tells us we need to present ourselves a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so like that's why it's actually surprising to find out that people have the same traumatic stories because 
yeah, if we all fucking talked about it, it you, we'd be amazed to find out that not everybody's life was perfect, perfect. And it'd be so helpful for kids who are going through those situations for teachers and adults in their world to fill them in and let them know that they don't, they shouldn't be feeling any shame over it. Like people have issues. Your parents are going through a tough time. It has nothing to do with you. Like let people talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if we had that more often, it wouldn't be as big of a deal, I think. And also, I think that there's like something to be said too, right? Where, um, I I think about the the kids in like Mexico mm-hmm. and those detention centers. I, I think about all that's going on right now. And I look at how far I've come as a being and also that's because of a lot of the privilege that I've been given that just is. And the question for me sometimes is this thing that we're in, this life, these atrocities, these horrors, these things, they've been happening since long before we were here. Yeah. And they're still happening now. So it's the, I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's like, I feel like I just actively desire to bring as much love and compassion. Of course. As I can into the world. Of course. Um, And just like, I don't know, it's like there, I I feel like there's been like a shift of anger that like it's, it's an anger that is brighter and not filled with such condemnation. It's a fight for as opposed to. Right. I gotcha. I gotcha. Just in the. Yeah. The most micro to the most macro. Yes. Absolutely. I hope that fucking made sense. I mean, I get it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think that that is what's happening. That there is that. um, Or I could be like completely like that's the thing. Like I'm not going to fucking know till I die. You know. And like there's some other shit I've got to do before I like go. Okay. You know. (laughs) Um, Like and that's the thing that's frustrating. Like that's the thing to me that like just breaks my heart. What? Is that like... You don't know. Of course. Like, you don't know. And it's, um... That's what life is. Yeah, I know. It's trying to figure it out. I know. It's trying to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Are you having feelings? (laughs) No, and you know what? Pot, weed, marijuana is, um... Is always such a good way. Again, it's so truthful. Yeah. Yeah. And I... Things come to me so quickly. Me too. Me too. Because I, I am not. There's the clutter goes. Yeah. Um, and I was just thinking, uh, and I might have misinterpreted it, but it seemed like you were asking, why are there kids in cages and I have this privilege? Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. That's the question. We have. Why? Why am I the white girl? Uh, but also, like with that too, it's like. 
I really, there is that very strong aspect of me that is kids absolutely do not belong in cages. Yes. yes. No, like, it's no. This it's, suffering it's is not unic- something it's disgusting. that needs to yeah. be happening. Never. And yeah. It gets to that point, though, where it's. I think of the world. There's so much. There's so much fucking more. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the thing is that like the the earth has its the earth is a soul soul too. the earth is alive as one. Right. So like. In terms of like like it's like everything can be distinguishable by itself and everything can also be grouped together. Right. So like earth as one being is one being. And I feel like the human race, the soul of the collective human race, it's the same battle. It's, it's love versus fear. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. That, that, and that's everything. So it's like, yeah, it I get that. I get no, 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 I get it, baby. But so what I'm going to say is this, is that we, one of them can like like you know what let me let me say because i know what you think i'm gonna say please let me finish i, I don't I but please let me finish then go for <laughs> okay it. well i can hear you breathe and preparing to say something so let me say for go for first. it so <laughs> you can only know one thing in relationship to other and so we can only know um love we can only know love if we know fear we can only know fear if we know love right but i do think the whole i think truly the greatest purpose is one of them has to win out ultimately. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when it does, I mean, I guess I, I rationalize like, um, and I've said this in a previous podcast, I, I, I rationalize death, the moment of death, the moment of the end of um, consciousness within this realm, like in the physical body, consciousness in the physical body, when it ends, like just at the end of someone's life, you always hear people say the same thing that their life flashed before their eyes and that, um, they saw a white light. Right. And so I'm always like, well, if we, the, the, at the moment of death, there's an end to our story, meaning we now know the beginning and the end. Mm. Therefore, Mm. every person everything that we ever knew it's it's like all the mirrors like if people are just mirrors for each other mm-hmm. it's like you suddenly connect all the dots mm-hmm. and all and you're able to see self you're you have the full picture of self and so it's like all those mirrors become the full mm-hmm. explanation of you the full story of you and like it's like when you point mirrors at each other what happens like a bright light right and so then just like a white light and we know everything that that is we we know the complete story of heather Terman, the complete story of heather monrazzo like the complete story of julia pels like at that moment of death and so i think that either fear is going to overcome the human race via nuclear war and it will just be fear 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 and we will bomb until we literally explode or i think love will overtake and if there can be if every I mean, it, it sounds impossible, but if there was, and I, I really think it would probably just be at the moment before the apocalypse. Like if there was, if the earth was going to completely explode, 
like all of a sudden, like just like a, I feel the moment that it was going to happen or if all humans were going to die, then it would have to be that collective moment where we suddenly saw it and we would have such love for everything that was um, because I feel if we could all get on the same path and genuinely understand love and act in a loving way simultaneously, I feel like we humanity would see itself. But that's a thing too, though, right? The end like would be all there. All of those different aspects of love, you know, like how we're taught to love, what we're taught to love. I'm talking about the soul love. Yeah, no, I the know. oneness love. I know the unconditional love. No, I know. Yeah. Um. So that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about a modern, um, you know, it's on the cellular level. No, I get that. I like completely <laughs> get that. Um. Anyway, super happy, but <laughs> I want to tell the Heather story. After yeah. She's oh, done. yeah. No, go ahead. What's up? Go for it. Oh, okay. So my mom <laughs> was very eccentric, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, very into. It's interesting that you were talking about presentation mm-hmm. because that was everything. Um, Me too, with my mom. Yeah. I mean, I was a ballerina. Mm-hmm. I was a cheer- competitive cheerleader, singing, dancing, just every and anything mm-hmm. you could do. Mm-hmm. Good grades, da 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 da. And uh, she was very eccentric and w- would use really big words that, like, 12 and 13 year olds wouldn't really understand. And she'd take me to these obscure French films and just mm-hmm. weird stuff. But she was so excited. To go, I will never forget. She was like thrilled to see Welcome to the Dollhouse. Oh, cool. Which we all know Heather was in. Yeah. And, or you should. <laughs> and if you haven't seen it, please do. Um, and I just remember, I don't remember all the details of the night yeah. or all the details of the movie, but I remember seeing her and being like, okay. Like even just the moment of being in the theater yeah. and not being attacked or um like intruded upon you were given a moment to feel safe yes and yeah. i remember her face yeah i remember and i was really really young yeah. compared to how old i am so it's really really interesting spiritually universally energetically whatever yeah you choose to believe um that that i reconnect that we're talking now because it yeah. no it's everything and we we said that we're gonna this is a full circle moment so it's like Maybe on the podcast we'll heal. We'll heal. Yeah, heal that it's wound. yeah, and I think part of the crying is also seeing you know strong women. I've always had a lot of problems with women, not friends, but I don't think I let my friendships get too deep because I'm afraid of women. Essentially, you know, deep, I, I deep, totally deep get down. you. I totally get you. Deep, deep on a subconscious, yes, yes. on a subconscious level. level. Yeah. I will, and and for me, it's because um, I do have like really close friendships. I had, mm-hmm. but like. One of them, like of my closest childhood friendships that I'm still friends with to this day. Actually, no, I'm only friends with one of them. Oops, forgot. Um, <laughs> but like, no, uh, one, of, <laughs> one of my, my like long, like, you know, we were the types who, you know, we would be naked all the time. Like it was no big deal. Um, but it was like funny and, and whatever, and then the next friend, we we became friends a little later in life. And it was at that age where it's like, this is like inappropriate now. Like you don't like, like in the way that me and my other friend had acted. You know what I mean? Um, so her and I were 
we would always joke because we were super tight outside of like we wouldn't link arms or like I remember on our spring break in Cabo it was like just me and her and my parents and like it was scary at night and she's like I think we have to link arms and it was like we'd been friends for like over 10 years and we were at that point and we were or I guess like 10 years at that point and we were like oh my god this is the first time we're linking arms you know what I mean like there was a distance that I would always keep up and I th- and at mm. first I and I would always uh rationalize that about with like being gay like where it's like well I just like feel like a creeper if I'm being with women Mm. the way that other women are like two straight girlfriends like when a woman when a straight woman says oh me and my girlfriend went for a drink like I immediately be like oh you have a girlfriend not like I don't think of like girlfriends you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. anyway am I alone in that the oh the 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 girlfriend thing When I was in high school, I dated men and I didn't, guys, and I, I didn't have any problem with them. And I 100% think it's Freudian, although Freud was an ass. I don't think all of his theories mm. were completely untrue because they ring so clearly in my everyday reality. Sure, yeah. That there's no way. He's still an ass, but he had some decent theories. And he had dad, one very misguided theory. Oh, and I mean, that he had that, a lot of misguided theories. Well, I don't know all his theories, but of he all the ones I've lot. seen, the, the misguided one is that everybody has penis envy. Oh, he's, he's got, no. I'm like, of From, course a man would I'm come not up. endorsing. I'm not endorsing. <laughs> let me just make this clear. I'm not endorsing Freud anyone. Um, that being said, just back to the childhood stuff. Yes, my father yes. and I had an extremely close relationship. I can remember memories with him. When I was five years old, when also even stories he would read me when I was under the age of five, I'm yeah. sure. And just a very strong, safe yeah. connection. Yeah. yeah. And every boyfriend I attracted was very stable and not abusive. Outside of my abusive boyfriend, because I'm relating to you again. Uh-huh. All my guy friends are great. And I the type of men that I hang around are always like... They listen to women. Uh They treat women well. They're fabulous. I love all my male friends. And like, and it's interesting because my dad is the chillest, coolest guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh Yeah. Like my parents were MIA, but my dad, like when he was around, at least it was pleasant. He was Uh funny and charming and everyone's like, God, I love your dad. And he, everyone in town knew he was a drug addict and they still were like, we love your dad because he was so likable. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. I, no, don't be, don't be sorry. I, um. I, you know, some lesbians are like, it was terrible being with men. For me, that wasn't my experience. Like, I know myself well enough, and I did, and I was very sexual at a young age, that it wasn't awful sex. Right. I had really artsy, kind of feminine friends that definitely were men. not gay. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Yeah. Um, And they treated me, I, I, when I think of love, I think of them. Mm-hmm. I don't think of any of my female lovers as true love. I've not, I don't think, I think I had it. I don't think they had it to give it back. Mm, And I think that was a subconscious choice. So what I was, when we'd break up, I'd be saying to my therapist, oh, I miss them so much. And they'd say, that was just a reflection you projected on. Like that wasn't her love. That was your love. Yeah. So you're not missing her. You're missing, you thought you had this love, but she's unable to give it. And that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, which is, do we accept people for who they are? Or do we try to change and mold and 
do what's against the universe because that's not who they are, you know? But here's the thing too, though, right? I think that there's like opportunity for growth. And Mm -hmm. I think that sometimes, you know, it's, it's, you can never, I don't think you can ever really, well, that's no Heather. What's the truth? I know that who I was in my mid-20s is nowhere close to who I am today. Like, who I'm going to be in a few years is not, you know what I mean? Like You're different from when I first met you. Yeah, it's... Totally different. It's... And sometimes... In growth ways, though. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. So it's like, if you're really, truly committed to growing, you know, but then also within that, who the fuck am I to say... How a person gets to grow. Yeah. And what that fucking looks like. That's not, I'm not. Yeah. It's like we were talking about. You can only go inside. If yeah. you go inside, you can hear the truth. Yeah. But it takes a lot. And it takes time. It, well, takes, it takes time going, and patience. It takes going through hell. Because yeah. you have to go through the hell that is your mind. You have yeah. to go through the hell that is the grief and the sadness and the anger and the rage and the this and the that and the bah and getting to um, not be so bogged down by that shit mm-hmm. um, to like really truly kind of allow you to listen. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely, mm-hmm. okay. completely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, so before the, so you've had like, yeah, good relationships with men. Good relationships with men. Um, so I didn't hate dating men. So I didn't have, my point was I didn't have the experience of like, I shouldn't touch this girl. Cause I had this whole squad of cheerleaders that loved me. They're like, you're my little sis. Mm-hmm. And I didn't find them attractive sexually because I feel straight women give off a different vibe. I think I was a little gay, but I think women who tend to prefer men, are on the gender spectrum an extreme way a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Extreme feminine. Like, they have to be extremely feminine. Like, yeah, maxed yeah, yeah. out yeah. feminine. And I'm much more attracted to people that have more gender fluidity. Sure. Um, so it's hard for me to make extremely close, straight female friendships. But because the cheerleading was so structured, I they just took me in. Mm-hmm. And it was they were very loyal um, I didn't get any harassment in high school because the older girls were like, no, you do not. Like once you were in and we weren't mean mm-hmm. to other people. Like when people have this perception, you were a popular cheerleader. Yes. Yeah. I was not mean. I also got some pop like poetry published cause I was using that as an outlet for, um, the abuse mm-hmm. and people were like, Oh, we had no idea that you, because they saw me as this pretty perfect skinny mm-hmm. boy dating everything you have it and it was like no no yeah <laughs> you have no idea and my mom is extremely charming yeah she's beautiful yeah and thin and could sell ice to eskimos you know she's and so everyone was like it was so hot. every day they'd be like your mom's so cool you're so lucky so awesome and my one best friend from grammar school and we were still friends I'm uh, not going to almost said her name. Um, she was the only one who knew I was so embarrassed. I was so ashamed. Everyone thought of her as this cool. Yeah. Hip. I was deathly afraid to tell 
the school counselors because I knew they'd call her and she would deny it. Mm-hmm. And then I'd get it worse. Yeah. So <gasps> my friend Kristen, it's okay to say her name, I won't <laughs> say her last name, would pick me up mm-hmm. if it was getting bad. I'd call her and she would just come and pick me up. Yeah. So we bonded and also we smoked a lot of weed. Yeah. We became crystal sisters. We said we need no one else in this life. Yeah. It might sound codependent, but she understood the depth. Sure. She was and like what I was going what you through. needed at that time for sure. Especially. Yes. We're still close. I'm yeah. going to see her in August. Yeah. It's been year, decades. Yeah. yeah. And uh, a good soul to have had and to still have is very, and we smoked a lot of, a lot of it. So, um, <laughs> and that was helpful with yeah. a lot of things. We could talk about things calmly yeah, and kind of suss things out and be like, cause it is hard when you're a teenager to, to have the mature attitude of, well, this is just how this person is. This is your parent. Yeah. This is the For only sure. parent. Yeah, it's the only, no. fucking yeah. like, only p- mother you will ever have in this lifetime. Yeah. We don't know what happens Unless after. You're adopted. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> yeah. Unless you're adopted. <laughs> yeah. Heather, Heather had an adoptive mom. My father a, was adopted. Mom, a yeah. And he's the greatest. I actually would like to adopt. I'd like to have two to three children. I'd like to birth one just to, to feel it and mm. to, for a lot of reasons. Um, but I'd like to adopt because that's important. And my dad was adopted. He's such a great guy. Yeah. He's such a great He's such a, I just think it's very important. I think it's not done enough. I think people just want to pop out 10 kids just to be like, they're mine. Babies need to be adopted. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you want to be a parent. I'd rather adopt than have three of my own. Yeah. I'd rather adopt the other two. If that, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. But also just like recognize That, um, yeah, I think that there's like a lot to it. I, I had a friend who, um, do we give you your ball back? It's sitting. Sorry guys. Oh no, I, no, I was just making no, sure I that you had it. Cause I'm like, I did we give one to Julie, give it back to Julia? Cause I, I know that I had it last. Sorry. Heather, Sorry. You, I don't just tell me what's going on with it. What do you mean? I, see if I can't tell if there's still stuff in there. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah, no. there's still yeah. stuff in there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, okay, that's yours is. then. Okay. Um, sorry to do that. You can do it whenever. No, don't <laughs> be sorry. I'm like taking like a second. You know, I think that, yes, of course, there's like always like lots of benefits to adoption, but you are literally taking somebody from like, you are taking someone and raising somebody and like whatever scale that is going to have some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, but it, and we're saying like if they're not adopted, like they should be adopted. No, yeah. No, but well, be but aware what of I'm it. Saying is this, is that like, you know, people get dogs for all sorts of reasons. People have babies for all sorts of reasons and people adopt babies for all sorts of reasons, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, I just have, uh, 
I I don't think that it should be as easy as it is Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. sense that like I don't know this is why we just need access to fucking abortion if you don't want the baby (laughs) you get to I'm I'm serious if you don't want the baby then well, I've had an abortion, s- so yeah. Like it, th- the whole point is, is that like it's a clear, concerted effort, yeah, by right wing people to <laughs> continually yeah, keep terrible. people down. That's what mm-hmm. it is. They want to have no access because it's about money. Because then, when people get have kids when they weren't planning on it, and they don't have access to birth control, and they, you know, then they have kids young. They can't get, they can't go to college. They can't get, you know, but also full-time gigs. They have to work. I'm just saying it holds people down. It's the birth to prison pipeline. Yes. It's the birth to prison pipeline. And so the point is, it's like, yes. I know I like blurted out that we just like that. Sorry. That's my opinion. It's just, it's gotta be fucking legal. And, but here's the thing too with that. Yeah. It's also the birth to whatever, you know, like, um, well, it's a choice. No, but I no, but I don't know. I think that there's. Well, if you decide to have a baby, if you make the choice to yes. have a baby, and then shit hits the fan, and you're no longer the right parent for said baby, and baby has to be put up for adoption, yes, then that is okay. Absolutely, yeah, of course. I completely agree with that. Like a yeah. hundred. And 20 gazillion bazillion percent yeah because sometimes you know? people may think yeah this is the best thing we're having a but baby then, like, and then something that, bad though, happens like, the foster care system needs to <coughs> like private foster care facilities and like the profitization yeah off of babies in every single way shape and form. it's disgusting it's like, also fucking disgusting it's it is disgusting. I was going to bring up actually the foster system. Yeah. Um, because I know a decent amount about that too. And that's part of the reason I think some people, and, and I, and I hear all of your feelings around this mm. just because of my dad and things we've talked about. So I yeah. hear you on a lot of different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some people adopt, for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I, I, I a hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. And it's like, these are not toys. Yeah. And you have to go in understanding that it's not going to be easy. Yeah. This will be a lot of work. And that they're not yours. They're, well, no child is your, really, they're their own person. Yeah, exactly. But here's, but here's the thing with adoptees, it's, you're special because you were chosen. Right, right. Like this language. Right. As the the language associated with adoptees. Yeah. Is so damaging and so fucked that. up. You know, because and I agree with that. And you're made to feel like, oh, you're so lucky. But also, like you owe us I so agree much. with that. But what's interesting, though, is that when my dad talked to me about his experience yeah. with his parents, they didn't treat him special. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they were, they was his kid, but like they, yeah. it was never, and they adopted two kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. And, and, and they're both great people yeah. and they never were treated in a, any different. And granted they had two adopted children, Yeah, but they weren't like, you guys are so special. Yeah. Here. My dad always said, I felt 
he never felt the need for whatever reason to find his biological. Yeah. Some people just don't. I didn't yeah. want to force him to talk about it. Yeah. And was he adopted at birth? Yes. Yeah. So I think that there's yes. like, there's, yeah. there's immediate. There's, there's immediate. quite a few factors that go into it where yes. it's like you have over 600,000 children in the foster care system. Yes. Right now. Um, and there are so many children that need homes. Yes. Yeah, of like different ages. Yes. Um, like it's insane. Um, yeah, I'd say it's a very, it's a terrible system. I know so, it's a very broken system. Yeah. And like, so it's very sad. Yeah. So it really is the, 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 something to be said in terms of almost like the selling of babies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, I see. Yeah. And no, yeah, that's, it's exactly. And I think it's again, like on one hand, I think that it's like really, truly fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the other, it's like, but this is, this is where I am and this is who I am and this is what my experience has been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, this is just it. Mm-hmm. And I, and like so, you don't know any other way. Yeah. And I just see it. Mm-hmm. I see it for what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you're incredible. What it is. You're a very mm-hmm. incredible story. When I, I mean, a, like a lot of, I just, the person you are and your story and what you've been through, like, you know, and hearing your story, like you're incredible too. And you know, what's really great. I'm going to shout this out right now. A lot of like strong women in the entertainment industry. Cause I, I know that of course, strong women everywhere, this is true for you, but being in a place, being in Los Angeles where, you know, you, there was all these stigmas around like, I mean, just, it's, it's just crazy. Just everything. But the point is this, this is what I mean to say <laughs> You're so is that a lot of the, a lot of the, the women that I get along with that I've met in entertainment and a lot of them in comedy, really it's everybody in comedy. And then my love here is an actor. So I'm like, so that's why I kept saying entertainment, but it's like performers. Like we've all had, you know, a, a, a lot of traumatic shit and getting to just like, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a testament to, you know, the, that it doesn't always have to turn out badly where a lot of times you see these films yes. where it's like, well, he was abused and then he became a serial killer. But like you can understand because he was abused. Yes, a little more so because we feel f- compassion. But also, no, you don't have to become a serial like, killer. Plenty of people have been like have been abused that haven't yes. become serial killers. However, yes. yes, there is something to be said yes. about the causation yes. of serial killers having head injuries when yes. they're young. Yes. When they're children. And often they almost always have witnessed uh crimes themselves or, yeah. or trauma themselves. Like um Richard Ramirez had seen his like uncle like get back from Vietnam and was like showing him all the pictures of all the like women that he killed and raped and all this stuff. Of yeah, it was crazy. And then he was a drunk and like his wife came in when he was like showing this like twelve year old boy all this stuff and he like shot her and killed her right in front of him and then well now you have a serial killer (laughs) like but a creepy one at that but you know it's like i i guess i just mean to say like not only did did everybody survive but 
finding constructive ways to deal with that energy via being a storyteller, which is what comedians do, what actors do, what anybody who's creative does Mm -hmm. in this field, in the media is craft stories, whether it be written, told, danced, you know? Yeah. And, and go ahead. I feel like we're delving into territory in terms of like a new way to tell story. Yeah, it's true. And that it's true. And that in the telling of the story, it's so new that it's old. Yes. Because we forgot for a very long time. Because it feels like it's the end of the cycle and like a beginning of a new one. Yes. And that, you know, like you can, but everything's it's a cycle. So, Everything's a spiral. You know so it's like small and big at the same fucking time. And, but what's so yeah. crazy too yeah. is that like in bed last night, mm-hmm. like he had already gone to sleep. It uh-huh. was so fucking hot. Yeah. Holy fuck. Uh-huh. Like fuck. It was hot as fuck. Oof. We slept. I mean, we're boiling now. I don't know how you're here. Like this is, I mean, I'm It's. Drenched. I feel like I'm in a hot yoga class, but you know what? Mm-hmm. I actually enjoy it because... It feels like I'm sweating out toxins. Yeah. No, um, and yeah. energetically also when you're in the heat, I mean, it takes a strong mind yeah. to, uh, you know, when you're, when you're uncomfortable, hot, when you're uncomfortable, yeah. how do you get through it? Just like when you're uncomfortable, when you have to fire somebody, how do you get through it? Yeah. You know, it's, and I guess the way that yeah. I, I wanted to say the way, you know, cause we've been talking about the kids, which is just implorable. It's so tragic and horrific. And there's so, and I said this to my, to my dad, I said, I don't understand why there has to be these things. Mm-hmm. I don't understand, like, why is there so much horror in the world? Like, this is why. And his answer was, in order to reveal the light, yeah. there has to be dark. There has to be. It's a, literally yeah. that. It's literally, no, a, if there it. was no and up, that's what I meant. you don't go down. Exactly. He's like, it's gravity. It's does that make so that's exactly sense, but what it yeah. makes me think of is like well that's our, what i was talking about with the soul of humanity that the whole thing but, well, yeah. yeah but i was just gonna say though in like the pregame talk uh-huh mm-hmm. talking about metaphorical babies mm-hmm. yeah the like projects that cre- like yeah that stuff mm-hmm. so like Cre- creations yes well i think of like every well, yeah, like anything that's a creation yeah. is your birthing. You're birthing. Yeah. Like to me, yeah, I've it's true. I wanted to put my uterus up because I had birthed stand-up comedy, and it has saved me. Yeah, it has absolutely. made me who I am. Me it's too. my first and truest love besides Mary Jane. She's still number one because <laughs> she's always with me. She doesn't violate me. She comforts me. Yeah. There's never been an incident, really. I don't get paranoid unless I'm smoking like some crazy sativa that's like, no, I know what you're don't saying. Don't do it. But, but it's I never, just, well, I don't have those, but I like, but I still like, there. I know what you mean. It, but yeah, it's, 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 it's there. It is. But, but comedy, like, it I does. Like yeah. Because of the trauma, that was a way for me to heal with yeah, that. Yeah, 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 totally. Because it yeah. wasn't me having to play a part. Yeah. Because I felt the need to play parts my whole life. Yes. Play a part for my mother. Play a part for high school. Play yes. a part as a cheerleader. Play a part. I don't want to play any more parts. Yes. I'm done yep. playing parts. Yep. Yep. Yes. She knows that all too Amen. much. Amen. I'm yeah. sure that she... <laughs> I know she does. Hallelujah. So I started doing stand-up to tell the truth. Yeah. My truth, anyway. Yeah. And... 
to be able to be myself. Yes. And, no, it's and everything. Screw up that's how I feel and too. say, oh, well, I screwed up and that's okay. Yes. Yeah. And I can get back on and kill it another day. Yeah. I've learned to deal with rejection really well. Yeah. Oh, it's been the best. I mean, of course, I mean, the that's best. the irony is when like somebody yes. like who has like such a deep fear of rejection, it's like, oh, I'll just like you know, become an entertainer and then no one will reject me. And then like, it's like, uh, yeah, but the entire industry is constant rejection. So it's like really psychotic, but there's so many people with rejection issues here, you know, that are doing this. It's, it's I do know fucking cycle. I know, you know, it's just, it's so I... fucking bananas, but it's all like, and that's we're what also fucking sadists. Well, we have to, I mean, it's all part of it. It's all no, fucking part, it's of all it. part of it. But the thing is getting to the point of, well, what were like, you going to say about being in bed when you, when I was already asleep? What happened? Oh, no. I, did I interrupt? That's so rude. I'm oh, no, so it's a, dude, rude. No, listen. No. This is... It's fucking free form. It's a free-for-all. Yeah. It's all good. It just like... It it's goes a free where it goes. Yeah. It's a free-for-all. Um, but no, what I was going to say about the bed was that I, I was like, are we having an earthquake? Mm. Interesting. And I was like... Because the bed... The mattress was moving. <gasps> mm. Like, I felt the vibration. Oh, my And then I goodness. was like, I wonder if, like, maybe it's, like, the neighbor or, like, whatever. But I, like, looked on Twitter, of course. Yeah. Because, like, North that's Lakes. where I find my news these days. <laughs> um, Sorry to laugh. <laughs> <clears throat> like, seriously. Um. Anyway. But, like... So it just made me think in in regards to um, just the contraction and the expansion. And like just, it just made me think of that. Just mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. <sighs> like how? I don't understand. Like what, like what was the contraction and the expansion for you in that story? Like what's the, like I'm, I, I'm just confused. Wait a minute. And what story? And what happened last night? Yeah. No, that was in response to... Okay. Hold on a I'm second. so confused. No, I need to like get back to my place. Um, it was hot. You were laying on the bed. Yeah. And we're she was asleep. Now, and I was yes, asleep. I know. But like what led me to that? Talking about the heat and how we have to push through things sometimes. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. Um... No, but like it, no, but like it made me think, um, <clears throat> yeah, cause we were talking about like pushing through things and ba 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 ba. And then mm. didn't someone say something about like the earth moving? And like, know. we're cutting this out. I don't know. We're cu- cutting no, this whole No, we don't cut out. anything out. We don't cut anything don't. out. Yeah, no, it's Never. Too fun to cut things I know. Out. And it's just like, it's so like, mm-hmm. there we go. Like, I'm not going to be like my mom. I'm not going to worry about what the outside presentation exactly. is. Yeah. You know what? You know, I like never. that. Look at you yeah. going on with your bad self. Yeah. Always. Good for you. Always. Good for you. Like, it's always. That's why, like, I, I, this is, again, I'm just going to, and this, this one's for you, Diana. <laughs> oh boy this is madonna for me is that thank god like i had a, a a somebody that i could look up to that was from where i was from so she was from where i was from and she like got out and was strong and was herself and like was unapologetic about it constantly and so like with my mom and her like you know keeping up appearances and never talking about you know the tough stuff and pretending like everything's fine like I got to at least see 
fucking thank god thank thank you madonna <laughs> who, who knows where i'd be probably keeping up an appearance somewhere right <laughs> my, my dad once asked me he said when you watch movies like what are some of your favorite movies and i was like pursuit of happiness and what's another one i'm trying to think of another real big one. Oh, have uh mark Wahlberg. he was uh, um the boxing one i'll think of it the fighter and in those are just two and i have got a zillion more but there's a bazillion more but i'm just picking these two randomly because when my dad asked me these were the two genuine answers i gave him and he said what do you love about these two stories i said i love that these people are given insane circumstances and they come out and they're better than they were before yeah. they went in. Yeah, when they yeah. go like against there's all a reason when it says story. when you walk through the fire, you're not going to be the same when you come out. Yeah. But you're not supposed to be. You're yeah. supposed to be changed. Yes. And that's yeah. part of life. And I think if we all were okay all the time, let's say terrible things never happen. How could we become warriors to overcome things? And that's where you build your soul. Yeah. Is like becoming better, evolving, like yeah, you were talking about. Yeah. And going, grow or this die. is wrong. Grow or die. This is wrong. I'm going to step up. I'm going to change it. And it and we can change it. And we, we can. will. But like you also said, this has been going on forever. Uh-huh. Our world's not going to stop being bad. We have to just continue to be good. And in a day and on a day to day basis. On a day to day basis. To everyone. We have to keep yes. spreading positive energy. Yes. And it sounds so fucking hokey and I fucking but get it's it. Not. And I'm not gonna and be one of those of empathy that. but this is what I'm saying. I'm not gonna be one of those it's, empathy women who are just people who are like right. well just have empathy for the right the villain. No, no, no. It's saying I can it, it's like we we're talking about some gaslighting narcissists in our world mm. at the before this podcast mm. it's like I can have compassion for you because I see that you are so fucking fucked up mm-hmm. that you're be that you're completely incapable of looking at what you do in a situation like like I can have compassion for that I can have compassion that you're so fucking unaware but that doesn't mean that I don't think that there needs to be repercussions for your fucking actions. I agree and that with you. And the only way that you're going to fucking learn is by sh- like learning that your behavior is not fucking okay. Yeah. And so that's the thing with like, you know, when we look at what's happening in the mm-hmm. world and like, you know, uh, the people who are doing their jobs with these kids and being like, we're just at work. And it's like, no, you're helping kidnap kids right now. You're, you're helping rip families apart right now. Yeah. Well, it's it's the classic like you know and the Nuremberg that, trials punish yeah, those people. It's just following, it's, it's there's just always there's, orders. there's always been injustices, and this is where I like I said I call my dad, and usually what we talk about is spiritual stuff. A lot of times in my therapy session, we talk about spiritual stuff because I am just a spiritual being, so I mm-hmm. couldn't have a therapist that couldn't be like she holds my crystal and gives it good energy. Like we have a lot of healthy energetic yeah connections. And I say, I will often go to my dad and I will cry and say, the world is breaking my heart. Mm -hmm. The world is breaking my heart. And he will say, I love that you have that empathy and compassion. That being said, Mm -hmm. you have to protect your heart because that's what the world is. It's always been this way. But he always says, and this is something I believe, and you can call it hokey, even with what's going on, he says, love always wins. Yeah. Light always conquers darkness. Mm -hmm. Think about it. When you turn on a lamp, what wins? It does. No. Oh, no, always. Yeah. You can think of that as a metaphor or not, but I, I, that's what's gotten me through my life. And I don't think it's some story I tell. I've fought for it. Yeah. But here's the thing, right? 
who and what supplies the light? What supplies the light? It's, it's not enough to be able to know that you can turn on a light, but what is it that supplies it that allows the light to shine? We're like Christmas lights. We got to keep, we got, all got to have the light on because when one of us goes out, the whole thing goes out, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like, mm-hmm. like looking at, um, it's like we're just as responsible for mm-hmm. shining light as we are for expecting others to shine light. You know? I agree. It, yeah. I agree with yeah. that. You have to, you have to, you have to fight. You have to fight for yourself because if you fight for yourself first and foremost, always, then you can fight for everybody else. Yeah. It, you have to fill uh, your tank. Put, yes. The oxygen. It's the oxygen mask. Put yeah. your oxygen. Cause otherwise you're going to die out. And that's the problem is that mm-hmm. a, I think a lot of people forget the self nurture cause they, they, they feel this pain, well, which we've been we told, all- but also we've been told and we've been, it's been ingrained in us through religion and various forms of media and just like stories mm-hmm. that, um, it's good to do things for others, be in service to others. Like that's what you need to do. But the, like, that's what makes a person good. But like, if you're doing things for other people, because then that makes you feel like you're a good person, then that's wrong because it has to come from a place. Mm -hmm. It has to come from you first and foremost. It has to be for you first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that's the thing is that a lot of people who, um, give into the dark side of self, they're not choosing their highest version of self. If they were choosing highest version of self, it's, um, it's. Like it just, it will always, if you're, if you choose the loving action always, then you're not like, it's just, that's, that's being, that's being honorable to self. Honoring self always is choosing the loving action. Yeah. And sometimes we fuck up. Yeah. That's a hundred percent true. Uh That's a hundred percent true, but that's how we evolve. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, you know, that's how, that's the good, that's the great thing is that we, that choice that we we were talking about every day. Right. And some days I am mad. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why did I have to have a mother? I honor all the feelings. That being said, there's a shadow self. Mm -hmm. You can choose to know your shadow self and say, okay, hello. I acknowledge you. You're here. Yeah. But we can't let the shadow take over. And exactly. some people yes. do. And that and that's a choice. And that I think too though is <clears throat> they didn't have enough light at all around them. That's yes, there at is all. A, it yes. doesn't have to just be apparent. It doesn't have to just be. It's just like any sign of light. Something happens. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like I think you got lucky, my love, with with um getting to work. Um, as a child, I know it sounds like, oh, getting to have a job as a kid, but no, you getting to be me. an actor, it saved you. It saved me. Yeah. It saved oh. my life. Yeah. I wouldn't, like, I, I most certainly would not be here. Yeah. I, I most certainly would not be here. Um, like that's for sure. Um, yeah. You know, but it's like, and that's the thing. It's like, I feel like I'm starting to get to have the experience of the lights behind the lights yeah like and that's been my shift of focus gotcha you know where Mm -hmm. it's for a really long time the lights themselves like sustained me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and now it's i'm more interested in the inner lights behind the lights yeah and yeah get into yeah exploring there yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely 
that makes sense. Yeah, you're talking about like within self, like the the, <clears throat> the insight you have. No, in others. Oh, like just oh, I gotcha. Like, I gotcha. I would rather be behind the camera than in front of the camera. Right. But mm. oh, I see. So, but I was talking in a metaphorical way the whole time. Same. So I see what happened. So, but so like when I talk about somebody embracing shadow self, I'm just saying like they didn't have like any positive light. They didn't have no, anyone no. who was a positive light. Exactly. And then what I'm saying to you is that like my, my work work yeah. was my light. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you're mm-hmm. saying. Like my yeah. work. And now you're more interested. I see. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes. now it's like, sure. I desire to expand into what that light is mm-hmm. and what that light looks like. Yeah. And which you can also do. I know you just said behind the camera, which is great. But then also like other people like can do that through their bodies too. That's what, you know, like when like, wait, what do you mean? Like actors like get inside the, the inside light. No, no, no. I literally was just thinking of like when I was a kid. Yeah. Right. And I was on set. Yeah. Mm. And like, I just see two like, Kinos. Yeah. And like, I remember feeling the warmth of the light. Mm. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. See. I like remember feeling like how hot it would get. Mm. Oh, you were talking. Mm. And that's what I mean, though. So you were talking. Okay. So like, li- I know that you're talking metaphorical. No, I get you And now. I'm talking like literal. And no, metaphor- you were saying before it was literal, but now you're more interested in mm. like the, the unseen light. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. You don't need the literal light. And getting to expose yeah. that. Yes. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. <laughs> no that makes no that makes sense yeah that makes sense there's I, a lot it, that it, goes into it's really the life is just you know i've had to really kind of grow up yeah because and i don't mean i was reckless like spending money on fucking off excuse me <laughs> no i cut that out fuck oh my god oh it's so we're okay oh yeah asshole. i said cunt earlier didn't yeah. i wow i'm and like I I'm said, not no appearances. I just do. I just be. We just be. Life, I just, I think, was so ignorant for such a long time about so many things. Yeah. Um, Me too. But I think that there was... But when a, you know better, you do better. Yeah. I think sometimes you can't see things until you can. Exactly. And we have to be patient with ourselves at where we're at in the process. And exactly when... Heather, on my right, <laughs> said, because um, I'm going to botch your last name. I should know better because I'm Greek. And that sounds like an Italian last name. Yeah, Matarazzo. Matarazzo. Okay. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over that. <laughs> I'm really bad with names. Faces? Like, I, I literally can remember her fa- like, yeah, I yeah. can remember how I felt seeing her face in that movie. So it's, it's quite wild totally to to sit across from her. No, <laughs> but totally. How is, <laughs> but how is the experience for you? Oh, it's it's great. It, no, how it, and how was it too? Oh, the the, the film. No, no, I mean, but like now, because now we're saying that you could remember the feeling. It it well, it feels like you like you 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 could trust yourself because like you landed yourself here. That was I a started, safe moment. Um, you felt you had safety, and all the decisions you've made mm-hmm. have led you here, which is like you said, like great energy. You have my love, and you like are here uh, in 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 the home of somebody who is a sign of safety. So you, you're taking care of you. That's what it is. That's the feeling. It's come full. It's, yeah. it's, it's everything. It's very hard to explain to people, but I've learned to watch for things mm-hmm. and everything that that's ever happened to me. I look back and go, 
I know why that happened. Yeah, totally. And it's because I go to the woods. It's yeah. because of those cabins. It's because yeah. of the yeah. the weed. It's because of all the self-work, be it a group therapy, yeah. a therapy every week for me. It's all the paying is, attention. It's all the paying attention and saying, you know what? If I fuck up, you're allowed to tell me and I will take responsibility yeah. because that's the yeah. only way. Yes. I can see who I really am. Yes. yes. And see the reality. And see Not the reality. Not as it is as I am. Yes. But as it truly is. As it truly is. is. It's so true. It's so true. And, and that is what I strive for because we're questioning love. She's right here. Yeah. Everything like you were saying. There I am. Yeah. With this I don't I I'm always paranoid she's going to listen to it, but essentially uh-huh. a monster. Uh-huh. And I'm watching this movie yeah. and I'm going, oh, I'm safe. Yeah. I'm safe. I'm safe for at least an hour and a because half. Because you related to Don Wiener because she was really treated like the, you know, last, like the odd man out in the family. Yep. I mean, it, it's, it, it's every, yep. this is why we relate to, and you saw that she was a badass and like yep. she survived. Yep. And so. And those are the yeah. stories we treasure. Yeah. And that is what we have to fight for is survive, fighting for ourselves and our self-love. It's true. Because that is the hardest thing to get our heads around. Exactly. They, it truly we're always, is. we're not judging me, others. We're judging ourselves. Yeah. We're judging. We're, we're judging others. people wouldn't protect because we're judging and be so us. angry but, but and my, hate. But my question is, what was the experience? What was your mom's experience watching Dollhouse? Loved it. But like talks about it to this day. But did she laugh about it? Did she laugh? Loved it. Yep. Or did she cry? Both. Everything. All of it. So she all saw of it. it. But she, she had every. Ra- she. But it's has like that an, episode of Friends we just watched. Like she, she can has, say to Monica, like your grandma did this, your grandma did this. She was always criticizing me, and then criticize Mo- and not have any idea that she does the same thing. Yeah, no, I know. Anyway, go ahead. She. Yeah. She. Can get into a movie and I do the same thing. Yeah. And I think this is where I learned it from. Yeah. And become part of the movie, literally immersed. And outside of her husband and her kids, she's an incredible human. Yeah. She's helped her friend battle cancer and was literally there every second. She, I mean, for 12 years, she was an incredible mother. And that's something that's not looked past. Yeah. It's very hard to raise a child. Yeah. And for 12 years, she yeah. did a damn good job. Yeah. yeah. So I give her that. And yeah. the rest of it, I let yeah. go because it doesn't yeah. serve me. Yeah. yeah. No, and that's sure. what we have to take. And it is so hard to watch other people do things that are unjust, right? And yeah. even I, to this day, will get angry and say, this isn't just. Why did this happen to me? Yeah. But then I look at it. I step back. Take yeah. away the ego. Take away the ego. Yes. Yeah. Look at it. How are you above. really in this situation? Look at yeah. it. Look at what's really going on. Yeah. Why are we taking this personally when... It's not about you. Exactly. Why? I'm always in, 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 in. But projecting, it will never get you where you need to be. Exactly. Which is toward the light. Mm -hmm. Because we can give in to the shadow. We can give in to, I'm just going to crumble when everything gets bad. Or we can say, we're going to stand up. All of this is terrible. Like, am I really going to crumble? No, because I wouldn't let myself do that. And and we get to have those moments where we like tell ourselves, yeah. Here's a little teeny example. The day after Trump got elected, I was doing a 20-minute set at this gay bar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Yeah. How do you do it? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> part of me wanted to be like, nope. Yeah. The other part of me was like, there's always going to be something. It yeah. could be a divorce. Yeah. It could be a death. Yeah. yeah. It you got to just pres- keep doing it. You have to go 
because you cannot be selfish right now. Yeah. You want to lay in bed and cry, and that's fine. I honor that. Shit's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are people who need your love where you give it most, yeah, exactly. and that's on stage. Yeah. There were zillions of gay people drinking yeah. beer yeah. and needing to laugh and cry yeah. and get that's it true. out. Yeah. And I can't let other people's darkness yeah. overcome me. I'm not in denial. Yeah. I'm not a stupid white woman. I know yeah. exactly what's going on. Yeah, and I'm a huge fighter and advocate for anything that I feel is unjust, yeah. including what happened to me. I'm more of a fighter because of what happened yeah, to me. Yeah, of course. I'm more, I'm more a- a- empathetic. I'm, I'm more, I'll get in the trenches. That's why, you know, like I, I will throw myself in front of a child. Heather's I like will, that too. It, I am a D there is a, my father um, yeah. saw a man, his car catch on fire and he pulled up behind him on the highway and he held the man's hand. The mm-hmm. car could have exploded, mm-hmm. but his instinct, and this is mine as well. Yeah. Yeah. You don't leave another human to die. Exactly. Of and course. Le- I mean, unless they've raped and murdered your kid. I mean, I don't know, but you help. You always help. And that's my mentality is uh, there are terrible things. I'm not in denial, yeah. but I can't stop spreading yeah. my love because there's something evil swirling around. No. Yeah. It's we gotta, have we to need it. And the night was great. It, it was healing for me to go. Yeah. Still have this. This is love. Yeah. You're not winning. Yeah. We're going to get things back yeah. in order. Yeah. Whether Absolutely. that means I will change it on stage. I will talk about it on stage. Whatever it takes. And that's what gets me through the day is the, yeah. the, the weed and the meditating yeah. and the hike. I hike every week. I sometimes hike two to three weeks yeah. or two to three times a week. And it just centers me. I try to surround myself with good friends. My comedy people are friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like a good community of support not isolated how I did in different aspects. I think it saved me. I think finding my love for myself and I have to work on it every yeah, day. Yeah, of course. I'm it's not, momentary I thing. haven't mastered um, self love, but I have found it and it's pretty strong at the moment. Good. I have a lot of challenges and I like to see both sides of the dialect. Yeah. yeah. I've changed a lot. That's good. Because I fought a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. not It's not easy. There's a lot of things that need a lot of work. <laughs> it's so interesting. Like, a lot. I know. Don't I totally could write I 20 it. things I'm doing wrong right now. I know. I could too. I love to call myself out. I love when people are like, you know what? You're being unkind. And I'm like, you're right. I need to change my attitude. It infuriates people, but I don't have the need... I don't feel the need to be right. No. Yeah. You know, that's changed with me with the weed a lot and like, and, and like, and post like, uh, work that, um, we did with, um, uh, therapy assisted MDMA. I really dropped that one because like, I still, I'm somebody who always needs to be right. And Heather's probably thinking like, oh my God, she always needs to be right still. Does she think that she's evolved in this way? But no, but you know what, baby? Like, no, I'm not going to present, prevent that on you. I must, I, or project that on yeah, you. Yeah, thanks. See, I like totally just like had a fear hey. moment. I totally had a fear I, uh, moment that I, I maybe haven't done as much growth, but that just means that I need to start checking myself again because I may need to remember. Right. And like, but I definitely have in the sense of, I've had a lot of moments lately where, um, like I had a, a moment at a show like a year ago where I was kind of like the show was going really long and it was like at this like bar in it's private space. And I was like really just like waiting my turn. And I hadn't seen a friend in a really long time that came. And I, we started to like just talk and like, you know, we were giggling. And so it was totally disrespectful of the show. 
And like I'd had a couple drinks like so I would definitely just wasn't on my best behavior and I don't drink even no I, I may have been like no I just kidding I was just stoned I was just stoned <laughs> I didn't have any drinks um this was like after the first show that I had like really gotten that I'd first when I first really started smoking a lot of weed and so I'd had this experience with this um this girl had said like she she shushed us and told us to be quiet and like immediately mm. when somebody's like mm. told what to do and made to feel less than and made to feel like you're so your presence is so disruptive, like immediately my my alarm bells went off and I started to react, which is just mm-hmm. acting again anytime. So hitting the same pain spot and then I stopped. And this is something that I love that pot helps me do is um, I totally stopped and I was like, yeah, but she's totally right, though. And you need to show more respect if you if you want respect when you're up there like you should you got to be fucking giving respect when you're in the audience and so like you know it was that full realization moment and so when we went outside I then then I got up and did a set I was like the last one yeah and so then outside she like we were all talking and I, I thanked her I said hey I want you to know like I learned you taught me like a lesson and I was like and they're just like what and like they were so like taken aback I'm like no for real I was being disruptive and like you guys reminded me like I got to be fucking respectful yeah and, and they were just like oh shit like eh. and then we ended up talking for like 20 minutes I like just chilling outside he's like and I think she's a comic now I think I just saw her recently interesting yeah anyway mm. so so it's always mm. it's we always got to, I have gotten growth where like, I didn't need Mm. to like correct her and be like, I haven't seen my friend in X amount of time. You don't know what's happened in my life. Like I could have done that, Sure. which wasn't right. But I, the, the act of trying to justify one's behaviors is trying to make a wrong, a right. You know what I mean? And so it's like trying to prove that you're right. I I took, cause I used to, when my mom would deny things or when I felt gaslit in relationships or anything, at f- before yeah before now i'd be like no and i'd try to fix it and yes, try to me too no like this didn't happen what do you like you don't remember saying this what do you mean you don't and i would try to make it better guess yeah. what that doesn't happen yeah and when you learn like and that's part of the people pleasing it's like you're acting nuts i'm going home yeah that's self-love i'm not going to be sworn at. Yeah. i'm not going to be straight if you're not in a place to regulate your emotions which i've worked extremely hard to do i'm not saying that cockily i'm saying do your work yeah do your work when you don't do your work that's when you slip into the darkness yeah it's true because it's so much buried it's so buried that like a finally the the light bulb just goes out and there's no other light and you're nothing but dark it's true i love you oh i love you (laughs) thank you my love that's so cute (laughs) uh yeah there's a lot in life that's just you know, hard to even process or comprehend why things happen. I question every day. I'm like, why? Because, and you know, though, like, but that's the thing. Like, it really is love. Mm. Because, like, those, like, glorious experiences, those moments. And I think that, at least for me, partially, is, like, when you bring yourself back to the moment and that experience of love. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I haven't felt this since. Oh. And this that's feels... when you know that you're in love. 
And also like the like, but the forgetting. And I the mean, in the moment of love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the forgetting and remembering. Yeah. Well, it's the, you need to have moments of not love to recognize yeah. love. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. See, and that's, see, and that's exactly the, I, I hate saying it cause it's like, what are you like? Not aware of the fact that there is a very bad situations going on. And I'm like, no, I vibe and pray in my own way and I meditate and I call people who I need to call and I'm willing to volunteer at Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. I'll do whatever it takes. I think shaming myself or beating myself up for being white or any, it doesn't help the situation. Yeah. And I think that also goes with, but that goes, I shame myself for, for being a certain way with my mom. And it's like, no, you have to separate it and heal. Right. But, uh, but also like, that's the thing though, too, is that like, yes, don't shame. But when you recognize, like when I've recognized my internalized homophobia, mm-hmm. my internalized sexism, mm-hmm. my internalized yep. racism, of it. Yep. like we all fucking have it. Yep. And if anybody refuse, when you refuse to look at it mm-hmm. and then say like, well, like, you know, whatevs, like that's a, that's a, that's a sort of um, comp- that's a denial. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying that's good is to say like, like yeah, you know what? Like I got some fucking internalized shit, mm-hmm. so I feel white guilt, and therefore, um, I don't need to feel, I don't need to feel shame for that. At people, anyone in my given circumstance, this is all I knew. This is all I knew mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. But now I know different. And now I can change and do better and and just, and and know that leave that old skin behind. You've shed your skin. But also like, here's the thing too. It's like getting to do the work in that way. If we are specifically talking about white supremacy, patriarchy. Oh yeah. Like it needs to be dismantled from within first. Yes. Yes, Yes, exactly. Like, which means then that I need to go like a passive bystander is you're either anti or you're passive and you're active in the other direction. Yeah. You know? And so it's then white people and white women, you know, like getting to do the work mm-hmm. in yeah. spaces with other white people. Yes. And yeah. not just going to, women of color, people of yeah. color saying, will you be my personal Google? Or like, now I'm ready to listen. Like, will you, now I'm ready to I listen. Agree, I agree. With that. I didn't like, listen to you for years, no, but like it's, it's, that's the thing. It's, yeah. No, I'm, I know I'm making, no, I'm, know. I'm saying that that's inappropriate no, that it, yeah, you got to yeah. take the action. Yeah. Um, like take the action and take it in a, in a way like I keep on thinking of just intention mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. everything and anything, you know, like what's, what's the intention behind it? Um, where is it coming from? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, yeah. Yeah. With anything, even when we were talking about adoption, what's the intention? Why do you want to exactly. adopt a child? What's your intention? Yeah. Exactly. And also when you work with someone, what's your intent? What it, it, in a relationship, in any friendship, what's like, your, te- you know, yeah, that's like, a good highlight. It is like, I think in Neil Donald Walsh's, it's, um, the sponsoring thought. And I was just thinking about mm-hmm. that too, yeah. like the thought behind the thought. Yeah. The, the, the sponsoring the thought. The, yeah. yeah. Like it's like, cause we're tricky. 
Yeah. And so oftentimes the thing that we're like, my Ooh. intention is this. And then it's just like, no, my like, intention what is, is it this. really? There's like really? 20 layers when you were like, there was two. I and know. You're like there's 22. And uh, I know. And then just, just when you think, yeah. And then it just keeps going. It's a, it's a cycle that just keeps spinning and it's really easy to have that occur. And so you've got to like, you got to like get in. The only way to discern is the way your body feels. I wrote that really is it when you get in tune with the feeling when you know that like you're doing something against your gut when you're going against your gut when you know that you're not safe the 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 feeling you feel when you're not safe like for instance someone who thinks like they're being cheated on right and you've got like I caught somebody cheating before so like (laughs) so Mm -hmm. like I feel I walked in my house. Yeah, I walked to my house and the energy was different and the cheating didn't occur yet. I actually didn't go to a show and totally like eavesdropped on the porch and saw and heard everything and was like walked in the house. and was like, didn't go to my show. I've been on the porch. I know. Crazy. No, smart. Not crazy. And so, so I figuring it out. Yeah. But so anyway, it was many years ago. So, Mm. but the point is, this is that, you know, um, I can that feeling of every like knowing there's a sh- knowing there's a shift knowing that something is different and the feeling of that occurring like I could have decided to live in la la land and ignore it and be like no she's just coming over to hang out like they're just hanging out um you know she made a new friend like I could have chosen to put the blinders on and you know what I mean but like mm-hmm. the way my body felt told me absolutely I had to I knew you know what I mean and so that it's like getting in touch with the fucking body is so important what do you think about that baby did I say something that you disagree with no okay I didn't I just was it would have been okay if you did but I was just wondering what you were thinking no I just people it's so fucking hot it's disgusting (laughs) I know yeah it's so disgusting yeah no because what I was thinking of too was (laughs) with the like intuition and like the listening to the body that if you your body has essentially been a stranger Mm -hmm. and then what does that intuition feel like Mm. how does it sit which means that like uh, like going Mm -hmm. through the experience of like the what is this gut feeling? Yeah. What does this feel like? Yeah. What is this truthful? Is this honest? Is this, you know? When I told my ex-wife that I wanted a divorce, like, well, <laughs> well, well, like when we first like split up, like we were on like our anniversary trip, like our first anniversary trip. And so like to like Shit. tell someone this yeah. when they like tried to be affectionate yeah. and like we already knew, like we knew before going that like we were, we, but we didn't know how we were going to go about it. Are we going to straight up like live in different places? Like what's going to happen here? You know what I mean? So there was a sense of like, there was a couple days of like everything can work out joyfully and not to say like, Oh, but just to say that like, everything's chill like everything's chill right and then when that when I I I now feel like maybe I shouldn't expose her privacy this way so I'm going to skip a few things but just I just want to say the feeling of what um occurred was I knew I was very aware of the death in my heart 
mm-hmm. it was the feeling of death and it was mm-hmm. such a strong palpable feeling of death mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. hurt in such a way mm-hmm. um but that could that's also how i knew that i could endure that pain and still be making that choice do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i could i was feeling that pain and i still was like mm-hmm. feel the death because it's mm-hmm. it's dead it's dead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so like mm-hmm. there's, um, so it's hard to tune into what the feeling is and say to yourself, what is this feeling? What does this mean? Yeah. But like there is a sense of instinct and there's a sense of also thinking where when you have the feeling, yeah, just stopping and going like, what does this feel like? Yeah. You know, there's a book that I highly recommend called The Gift of Fear. Yeah. And it's not talking about the fear that we've been discussing yeah. all night, but it's talking about your gut. Yeah. And um, the one example that stood out to me the most, I'll make it quick, because uh, when I started reading I'm thinking, fear? What? 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 And I start reading it, and he gave this example of a woman who had her groceries in her apartment building, and she's going up, the stairs and her walk up and she dropped one of the bags and out of nowhere this guy comes up and goes oh no you know very charming and you dropped your bag here let me help you and helps she goes okay you know thinking he's being a friendly neighbor yeah so he helps her to the door and he goes oh let me carry it in for you and she said in the book she had already felt uncomfortable uncomfortable the second that he just Popped up because she said it was out of nowhere and her gut immediately. And I always point right here. What just went boom. She could. It's like a surge. That's yes. how I feel. It. I yes. feel it. it starts here. And yes. Like goes up the solar yes. plexus and then to the heart. Through just the a heart sh- chakra, straight just a shot, shot of adrenaline. Something is off. Straight, straight shot, shot of, of adrenaline. adrenaline. Yeah. And she was like, no, I prefer it. If you, you know, that's okay. I'm fine. And then he talked his way in and locked her like and was charming for a little bit, but then locked her in. And like, you know, tied her up and all that. She got away from him. Oh, my God. She got away unscathed. He didn't end up assaulting her sexually or physically because he was diddling in the kitchen doing something. I think plotting to shoot her or kill her. Yeah. And she went out the back door and was alive to tell and she's like do not she said from the second he grabbed the fruit she was like i should have let the groceries lay in the hallway yeah she's like the second he popped up oh that's my fearfulness fear in the sense of this is off he could rape me he could kill me so it's like pay attention to that feeling yeah because you're not paranoid yeah and and there is a very distinct feeling i've had that all aware yeah i had it once in la just real quick the um, I was getting out of a car and waiting for mm. an Uber because I was like, it was like a part, I couldn't park in my neighborhood. So I had to park far away. So I was, but it was super late. It was, at, it was like two in the morning, three in the morning. So I'm like, so I called a, like a t- lift to take me, you know, the half a mile home. And so I get out of the car and I see someone walking past my, out of my left peripheral, you know, walking and, you know, they pass by. And all of a sudden, I know that I didn't see them outside of my right peripheral. And I just, the straight shot of adrenaline and turned around. And sure enough, the scariest looking chick is staring back at me, like with this backpack and like evil in her eyes. And I I got away, you guys, all as well. But immediately, just fucking immediately. Anyway, sorry. 
What were mm-hmm. you gonna say, baby? Um, no, like it. It, it, <coughs> it makes me think, though, that if you have the experience of continually being in that state mm. um, for years at a time, yeah, um, and then oh yeah, having to learn to re-regulate. Mm-hmm. to get back in touch with like when you're a terrified like if you like you were terrified you said so you'd lock yourself in the closet mm-hmm. so like yeah. it's i grew scary. up terrified yeah um, but i think so hearing someone even coming down the hallway might be terrifying yeah you know i mean creak of a stare but i or, think he meant like more pay attention to when things feel off because a lot of people question themselves they're like yeah. am i crazy he's just a nice neighbor we question our own instincts, and it's that's true. what he's more it's referring. True. It's not it's like true. be fearful of everything around you. It's more like no. just pay attention. It's true. To- but that's but that's but that's the thing, right? Though, like if you're, but here's the deal: yeah. because in that one situation, yeah, you did always have something to fear. Yeah, you were you did have to listen to your instincts, yeah. but yes. you ignored your instincts for so long. That's yes. the actual thing that's happening here. Mm. It's not that. <laughs> It's not that you're you you don't know how to discern uh, whether or not you're being ridiculous or whether or not there's something to fear. Mm-hmm. It's that you, in order to survive, told yourself that there was nothing to fear. Mm-hmm. So like, or not that there was nothing to fear. Like that, like oh, as you we got give older, people the benefit of the doubt. All the t- like a lot of people do. Yeah, or like like you've talked yourself into this different thing, but like I think that's the thing is like, um, you know, like ignoring you, instincts. Yes. Your instincts do tell you. Yeah. And you're very in touch with them. Heather's super intuitive. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel I like. Tell. Yeah. Like super fucking intuitive. And so like. And very aware of your feelings. Mm-hmm. We talked mm-hmm. with the episode that's coming out tomorrow. But is the episode before this that we're recording. So few listeners will have already heard. We spoke with uh, this fantastic healer man. Yeah. Um, and he you know, we t- talked about how the fact of like, you know, Heather and I had had like a session with him once and he was, he had commented just like that he was blown away by how articulate Heather can describe her feelings. And with such precision, it's like immediately upon the feeling, she'll describe exactly what the feeling is and why and what she's feeling as a result of having that feeling. And it is just like fucking Shows razor the amount sharp. Of work. Yeah, exactly. Because I struggle talking about feelings. Yeah, me too. Still, me too. Me too. I very much struggle about talking about it. Yeah. Mm. For a lot of reasons. So yeah, when I was getting teary, I just feel yeah. when I see a um gra- extremely grounded, aware female, it, 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 it brings up feelings because you know because why it's, I'm like, you're, you're safe. They're not after me. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a tape. Like but I you said, know what you else to... too? You're seeing self in and it's reminding yeah. you that you can trust you. Yes, yeah. That's the thing, the reflection, but yeah. you too, because you're, you've always been and every time we've interacted, you're just uh, chill. And I oh, love cool. people. I mean, Thank yes, you. I'd love people to have their opinions and be organized and do certain things, but we have to accept the circumstances and the people or not. Yeah. Or not, but not change it. That's my biggest thing. Why can't I change it? Why is it this yeah. way? My dad's like, someone stole your baby. Yeah. I can't tell you why this person is acting abnormal. Yeah. And you're not going to find the answer because they're gonna not going to tell answer. you. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to take an action to, so to prevent right. their, to not prevent, but to, uh, 
yeah, and also, stop the why bad behavior. Why would you let someone do, like then not let? Because that sounds horrible. But well, she would be let someone run because, away. You would be questioning it because that's what you're really trying to ask. How could I have done this? But instead of doing that, it's well, why would you do this? Because we're always judging self. No, and and I just wanted to be clear that when she said baby, she wasn't talking about a literal baby. Yes. It was a creative project. Yes. Project. Which is my creative baby. Yeah. Um, which is why I put my uterus But I just on. needed yeah. to make sure that distinction was made. <laughs> well, and, um, but it's a metaphor, though. No, I know it is. Of course. But I, but I mean, the fact that, th- that there even needs to be a goddamn motherfucking distinction right now. I know. No, I know. For I get it. fuck's sakes. Right? <laughs> I totally, you're right. You're totally right. I know. I know. Like, what the fuck? I know. I know. What the fuck? I know. Uh, Are you fucking kidding me? I know. Like, okay. Okay. I know. It's, uh, I mean, because, and that's the thing. It's like, that's the. Why do we question? Why don't we say they're doing this and look at the behavior? It's not good to not question, but sometimes for me, I can only speak for myself, I have a tendency to try to psychoanalyze the entire situation instead of saying this behavior, I'm not condemning the person, but this particular behavior for whatever reason is you're getting this feeling yeah, and then their behavior is showing you you're, you're not a trustworthy person. You've done these things that are malicious. You can see it as an yes. intuitive person and as an abused person. Yeah. Um, there's been research done that you, your shit's heightened. Oh, yeah. So you're I'm very totally intuitive heightened. because you've always had to be hyper aware of everything and everywhere and everything going we, on We just had you. an instance with a dude that I've said from the beginning. Was shady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I was just like, I just, I, I. Just knew it. I see him. And sure enough, guess who is screwing everybody over. Well, <laughs> another way of saying, guess who's right? <laughs> it's it's because it's a reminder that I can trust yes, my instincts. Exactly. exactly. For sure. Yeah. Which For is sure. good. Yeah. Because this was, I have a lot of questioning a lot, you know? No, but yeah. just like the thing of like being needing right. Needing to be right. I like know. The needing but to ultimately, be right. But ultimately, the sad truth is I do actually need to be right. That is my sickness. Is that well, my favorite thing is to tell stories about a time when I was right. I made a joke and I've been, I said that out loud on a plane to Heather, like on our way to Paris last year and she uh, just burst out. It was the first time I heard uh, her like audibly like burst. That is so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> But it's good to be honest. And also we have to remember as humans, we're not angels on earth. We're humans. We, that's how we were put together. But here's the thing. Yes. A, how the fuck do we know what a fucking angel is? (laughs) How the fuck do we know what the experience of that is? We don't. So it's like, here's the thing. Humans are fucking glorious. This is very true. Glorious, beautiful fucking beings and we're also scared the fuck out of our minds yes because the more that and we understand the more that yeah, we that, that we feel know. we know about life the more that we really truly recognize that we have no fucking idea yep what we happens yep. next yep or what's Death. really going on behind the closed doors what we is literally this? don't what know is the truth this? yeah like what like is we this? D- right and we don't know like how do we really but know we've, we've what gotten is going this on sophisticated to try to to try to control it as much as we can to have control over this chaos this madness this thing that we don't even know why but we need to feel a sense of purpose and the thing is 
is that we always feel a sense of purpose and it's the feeling. And this is why Mm. when we trust our instincts, it's bizarre that we question anything. Our instincts are all we need to be listening to. When you see animals interacting and you know, there's, you'll, you see animals that when they do something that they know is wrong, they try to, they, they try to cover it up. Yep. And (laughs) if, or if one, you know, like if an animal like does it, like they can sense animals just don't like each other and mm-hmm. they'll start fighting just mm-hmm. instantly. You know what I mean? Right. It's, you don't analyze why you want to fight. Yeah. You run after the you baby. You just analyze this. You literally go, am I safe? Am I safe? Nope. And you fucking right. like. It's and that instinct. And yeah. And like all this, all this that we do is to try to like, you know, you know, be like not. Well, we're trying to, we're trying to outrun death. Yeah. One more day. Yeah. It's so crazy. Um, and none of us will be doing most of the things. I would still be doing this podcast even if I knew we were going to, and I know we got to wrap it up now, but, uh, I would, I would still be doing this podcast. Uh, even if I knew there was only a few days left that I had a week left to live, I would like, yeah, you know what I mean? it's your art. Still Why? Be doing that. Yeah. But no. that's what we need to ask ourselves that before every moment though, I think. You know, the like intention. the intention, like, yes. like, am I just doing this? Because like, like for instance, I had an, I had a situation where, you know, um, we'd had like an invite to two different things and it was like, oh, on the same day. And so it was like, oh, we're going to, we, we're going to do this one. But there was a thing of, should we try to fit both of them in? And it's like, no, I, we just feel comfortable doing this one because when we, if we try to fit both in, what are we trying to do? We're trying to make ourselves feel better because yes. we like tried and we're like not going to be our full selves at either event. And it's like we're going to end up having a terrible time rather than just getting to be in the moment and have one beautiful time. And I just did that on the 4th of July. Yeah, so that's, many, that's when so we did it too. <laughs> go wrong with that because then if you do go to the second person's house and you don't want to go. Like you're tired. You're either a cranky. Yeah. Because it's like you feel that you weren't received properly enough. Yeah. And or you go out of your way to say, uh, I can't like, like almost like, thank you for coming. Mm. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for coming. <gasps> yes. It, yeah. It's just exactly. It's so true. It's yeah, so true. It, it's all. That. Yeah. It's motivated by that shit. But like with that too, getting to like be it. Can I share this? I know we have to wrap up. Sure, sure, whatever you desire. No, actually, I'm not. I'm not going to share it. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to keep it to self. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If that's what you desire to do. Yeah, I do. Okay. Beautiful. Well, it's no, it's, it is. I, I, this is, I believe in love. Just wonderful. I just want to say, I believe I do. It sounds so corny, but it's everywhere. It's woven into the fabric of life. Think about every good movie you watch. There's an arrow. There's somebody that's fighting through some shit to get. It's everywhere. Yes, better. It's when you see Absolute something sweet, when you see like the cutest old couple, like holding hands right? or being sweet and your heart, you like want to cry. That's love. That's literally the moment of, of love. Um, and it's never going to be perfect. And it's not like, oh, like some ignorant, like love wins all the time and nothing like, oh, there's nothing going on. No, you're, you need to educate. Well, you love fight. like anything to- else is an action. Yeah. Yes. And so it yes. needs to be, it yes. needs to be actively yes. participated in. Correct. It's yes. not just something that exists and nope. isn't there. No. Nope. 
you to, have to you know work I mean? every day. Exactly. Every day yeah. you choose. Exactly. You choose where you put your love every Heather day. Said that yesterday to me. She you said, choose where you put she your said, love. She said, I'm so grateful that we continue to choose each other every day. Yes. Said that. Yes. Like, and yeah, I, I, that is right on the knob. Yeah. It's so you true. choose each other every day. Every and day. right even there oh. is changes the energetic uh, like fe- force field yeah. of the world. Yeah. It does on a molecular level. It's it been actually it proven. It's so true. even just being a couple that's healthy and having that energy stir yeah. up again, my girlfriend thinks I'm hokey. I, I think I'm right. And just to clarify, she's not, horrible like all the other girlfriends i talked about <laughs> earlier she's been very uh uh healing and it's been it's been nice to have someone that does communicate that yeah. does uh believe in therapy and all that but um she thinks i'm hokey but no but i do believe that uh in the love i believe that just your love is helping the outside world it does I do believe, no it's true i it's know true. That people are going to be like okay no it's i'm vibing out with your crystals but Every- i'm like i'm going to <laughs> I'm no, going to vibe it out. With I like girl. say that. I like, you know, like said that um, to you and, and you say stuff like that too. But like, mm. I think of, I think of us as um, everyone, every relationship, right? Like a Venn diagram. Exactly. So the relationship itself is the middle part. And so anybody then who comes in the relationship who has, they have a separate relationship with you, a separate relationship with your partner, a separate relationship with your relationship. And mm. so you only know self in relationship to other. It literally... Mm-hmm influences then your individual relationships Mm -hmm. as well as being a completely separate thing from knowing the other two on individual levels. Um, And so it's beautiful. I feel, I I know that like love is, I know that I have love with Heather because I can witness now when other people have love and I can witness in a, like a, Oh yeah, I get. I I know yeah, that shit. That's great. That's it. You know, see, and that's rare, and that's really important because there are those people, and I see those people, and those people were neighbors growing up. Those people have been people I nanny for. You gonna know I'm a nanny, and I see it, and I feel, it, and I'm like, it's real, yeah. and it's not just about romanticism or sex. No. But there's people building families and communities, and I see, I see all the great love. You see constantly, the horrors. Yeah. But we also have to remember to look at the other side. I mean, yeah. every day. There's look so at much the good. Look at how this is. Look at the mountains. This is madness. Go Just climb the mountains. Everything. There's people riding in fucking, like, down into the fire, spraying water all around yeah. to, like, make sure that, like, the world yeah. doesn't burn. Like, I mean, there's, like, fucking, it's heroic like, shit going on every day. boys in the fucking Thailand fucking tunnel cave right now. Yeah. These boys are trapped and there are people risking their lives see? to see? save these individuals. That There's, is where the faith comes from. Even, do you see what I'm saying? Exactly. And it's not, not even, like we just all sit around and do nothing. Exactly. It's like yeah. people fight. It for doesn't people. even have yeah. to be that big though. It's also right. in, yeah. it's also in the fact of like, you know, of checking in and saying, like, are you okay? And like checking yeah. in and seeing how your day was. Like yeah. that's like like nobody has to do this kind of stuff, you yeah. know? Like like um, it's in, it's in the, uh, you know, like, oh, somebody, you know, like surprise somebody with, it, it's the small things. The fact that the world is operating is what I mean. The fact that somebody showed up to like invent, to love life enough to like invent a podcast that like sure. loved life enough to like, be like, I, I want some bubbly water, but I kind of like it to have a little lemon. I'm going to invent LaCroix. Like, 
love love life enough to create look what we all have around us yeah. creation is fucking love it yeah. fucking is and i'm stoned as fuck i just wanted to say and i don't give myself shout outs a lot i'm very hard on myself but it was a goal that i had set um to not just be a performer but to be an activist of every and any kind totally primarily an lgbtq activist because it was it just became Personal. so much of my life. But I fight for... I, I've been doing uh, a lot of r- racism, um, like healing racism, uh, work, all kinds of layers. In high school, I was doing that. Yeah. And then I came out in college and wanted to start fighting for that. Yeah. I recently, not even knowing how, <laughs> someone texted me and said, hey, congratulations on woo And I was like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> so I'm Googling, like... And I was on this uh, 35 uh, LGBTQ creators in the nation we love. Oh, I love that. And I had always, from the time I was in college, I was like, Mm -hmm. I really want to be an activist with my art. Yeah. Like through the stage. It's not just I want to be up there and be seen because my mom didn't listen to me. And nah, nah, nah. Yeah. No, dude. No, because there's so many nights when I don't want to get up and be vulnerable. Yes, but you have it's to, true. Because you can't be selfish. Get your ass up there. Give that love to the world. Because yeah. the pain I went through, whether it be abortion or suicide or coming out or abuse, you take these things, you share these things, you the help The stand-up comedy community and, and scene has been the most healing thing I've ever encountered because yes. I get going to open mics and going to shows here and there, you just get to hear so many stories from different walks of life and yes. you fucking relate and it's yes. magic. Anyway, I just had to say that as yes. you were saying because it it's perfect. No, and I didn't believe that, you know, I would, you know, Ray Butcher was on and Sam, and I didn't believe, and it's not just names or it's not just publicity. It's not about that. It was, I but you can really wanted feeling. a goal. You know, I really... I yeah. really wanted to fight. Like it was just something that I really dreamed of, like building a house, yes. being an architect, yes. um, whatever, being a dog yeah. foster. And you got, yeah. and when other people recognize it, it validates our inner recognition. Like when, like we, like it's like we know, but we have to do it because if we don't actually do it, then like I'll never actually know. You know what I mean? And it's not even like. Oh, they validated me. No, that's what I'm saying. You don't you know, know until you do. Like you worked to get the sh- right. to get the shout you didn't out. Know what you were gonna do when you told your stories about your life, or did podcasts, yeah. or went to shows when you didn't want to go to shows, yeah, or went to mics when you wanted to jump a bridge. Not yeah. really. Don't call <laughs> anyone. Um, but you learn the discipline in, in fighting through tough times, honoring tough times as well. I'm no. not like a push through it but no like, but feel work through work through help yourself because ultimately when when i'd go to those mics when i go to those shows in the moment i was okay yeah it was and when i, always, I went home I, and cried because i was ruminating about an ex who was abuse you know yeah. those see, moments saved me every time i go though i never think that i shouldn't have gone yes i always think like that wasn't bad yep <laughs> i always am like you can always work you yeah. can work in a you house. Can you can it. work on the stage. You can listen to yourself on audio. There's a reason you did it. So, okay. So hang on. Oh yeah. We got to go. So I'm going to, yes. so Julia, please, congratulations by the way. Thank and you I should fucking. That. And so I'm not really a go me all the time, but, no, I was but like, you should That's be kind of cool. Yeah. You were I a cheerleader. It. You were trained to like cheer on everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, that's so sick. Isn't that so sick? 
that there's that there's like it's hard like for somebody me to even be like i'm excited like on <laughs> yeah i feel it was hard to even mm-hmm. poke i'm like oh i guess that's loving it's hard it's but loving it's hard yourself not to get to I be know. like you did like people win book awards or like people win yeah. oscars right yeah. so it's not i gotta have this attention it's kind of crying when like someone gets a breakout role yeah no they start sobbing yeah every it's it's like you someone seeing you yeah even just telling heather yeah someone seeing you that's exactly what it is just and i've described this to heather like if this if x y or z happened to me i would instantly burst into tears like i would instantly burst into tears yes and i can feel that like i because it's the feeling of all the work and but it's, it's it's the alchemist and it's the boy finding the treasure mm, it's yeah. that moment yeah mm. and it's fucking powerful as fuck but so congratulations that's huge thank you you work your butt off you have Appreciate um a it. show called killer unicorns, killer unicorns is so plug the, yourself real quick killer unicorns is a stand-up show it's the ruby from 9 to 10 p.m every first saturday um of the month cool cool come out and see so us when's the next one we're very diverse it's august, august. <laughs> let me pull it up don't Hate me for that. It might be seventh. It's the fourth, August fourth. Oh, August fourth. Okay. I or, or it might be the eleventh. We'll check on that. Just <laughs> check us out at Killer Unicorn Show uh, on Instagram. We'll update. We'll update you, or cool, you can cool, check cool. me out at Queer Comedian. Cool at Queer Comedian on at Instagram. Queer Comedian on Instagram and Twitter and Twitter. Okay. Cool. 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 <laughs> All right. Twitter. Awesome. Thank you both so much for having me. This has been, the, I've had oh. the journey of insight and letting go of things and crying was so nice. Oh, of course. And seeing you who I've worked with, which is so nice and seeing the, the whole full circle. It was for just, sure. it was a very good spiritual experience. So I really appreciate you guys. Of course. Me. Oh my God. It was oh, a thank blast. You thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Really it was a pleasure. Very kind. It was a pleasure. Thank um, you. Awesome. And until next week. Yeah. Until next week. Do we, should we come up with like a tagline? Yeah, send us your tagline suggestions. I have, I have a couple, <laughs> but send them. Why not? Send them. Anyway, thank you. All right, bye. <laughs>